0: Now, you might not believe this, but the career path of almost every super successful individual included having a job just like the one you have now. You're either going to or coming from work, so we might as well talk about it today on your way to work. And now your host Ricardo Witted. Hi everybody, this is Rick Witted and you're listening to the podcast show On Your Way to Work. Show that talks to you the worker on the workplace floor about the things you need to do and the path you need to take to have whatever you define career progression as. And so I am recording from vacation time and I probably should be doing a show on work-life balance but thought it'd be cool while I'm away from the daily grind to as I'm reflecting uh, to really capture some shows where my mind can be focused just on you the worker on the workplace floor. So what do I want to talk about today? I want to talk about A request I often have heard, and let me just be transparent, I have often throughout my career asked for, begged for, pleaded for, tried to position for, jockey for, at least early in my career. I hadn't done that the second half, I would say, but uh, uh, the early part of my career. So I want to talk about, so you want to be a manager. I hear a lot of people say in their career pursuits, oh, I want to be a manager. Uh, I, I hear it a ton of times. And this is just so fitting with um, the state of the manager, re- uh, American manager report that I shared on the last couple of e- episodes. I talked a little bit about it, talked in detail about it two episodes ago. Uh, and um, at the end of the day, we've got, One in 10 managers that are highly talented as a manager. And then we've got another two that are functional, which means they've got some of the talents of a manager and can be coached to the rest of those talents. So that's maybe three out of 10. So 70 percent of folks that are managers really ought not be managers. 70, maybe 80 percent. And then you've got roughly Uh, 70%, 65, two thirds, let me put it that way of the managers that are actually out there on the workplace floor, leading the workers that are disengaged from the objectives and the activities of the organization. Why? Because there are so many people who are vying to become a manager in the workplace, So here's what I hear quite a bit. You ready? So why do you want to be a manager? I really like being with people. I like helping people and I love people. Listen, I could be like a stay-at-home dad and be around people because I got three kids. I can be a clerk at a grocery store and have a line of people that I see all the time or a bunch of people that I work with and around. So that's kind of vague. And me as a senior manager, when I hear you tell me, hey, I want to be a manager because I really like people, it means nothing to me. I don't know what you're saying. And I don't know if you really want to be a manager. So let me tell you why the I like people or I really love people isn't enough. You will have to make decisions people won't like. So even if you like people, There are going to be some decisions where the people you want to like won't like you. So it's going to be hard for you to like them. Liking people isn't enough of a criteria to be a manager because as a manager, you will have to make decisions people won't like. Number two, why liking people isn't enough of a criteria to be a manager. You will have to make people uncomfortable. So there may be people who can do the job but are not doing the job. And as a manager, you have to encourage them to do the job correctly, sometimes sternly, sometimes with a little fire. So it's going to be hard for you to like them sometimes during those moments. Number three, why is liking people not enough of a criteria to be a manager because you're going to have to hold. That's a capital H O L D hold people accountable for some people. That's fine. There are people that are accountable, but there's going to be some folk in your organization that don't want to be held accountable and will have a reason why they don't shouldn't can't, be accountable to what you're asking for. So saying I like people is just way too vague. And again, when your senior managers hear that, it's like Charlie Brown's teachers just want, 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 want. They, they don't know what you're saying. And, and what a senior manager is likely thinking is, man, I've heard this a million times. And if they're transparent, true senior managers, they're probably saying, man, I've also said that a million times earlier on in my career. So saying I really like people, that means nothing. You could do many jobs really liking people. You can do a ton of jobs really liking people. And those jobs don't always have to be managing people. Service jobs require you liking people. Research jobs can require you liking people. Right. So here's a second one I hear quite a bit. So why do you want to be a manager? I love coaching. I love coaching people. I mean, I love watching people grow and develop. I love it. Well, that's not enough either. Why? Number one, you'll have to direct some people in a direction that they don't want to go. You're going to have to tell some people, this is what you have to do. And they're thinking, ah, I don't want to do that. I, I'm, that's not going to work. Well, you just can't manage some people easily. And so coaching them will be a challenge. Coaching them might be a challenge because they're not coachable. Coaching them might be a challenge because they don't quite understand what you're talking about, even if you're being as clear as you can be. And coaching them might be tough because you may have been a top performer. And it's going to be a challenge Sometimes to really try to coach somebody at your level, because at the level you would get it when they don't get it. Man, that can be tough sometimes. So just saying I like coaching, you're going to run across a team that's hard to coach. And it doesn't mean that they're terrible performers. It could be a top performer. Matter of fact, it could be that one or two performers that makes your bonus, but you can't coach them. So you really want to be a manager because you like coaching? Well, it takes more than liking coaching. Number two, you are really pushing and or pulling 80% of your organization statistically. So what am I talking about? It's the 80-20 rule, which really fits well when you think about Gallup's work around engaged and not engaged employees, etc., So you got the 80-20 rule going. If we stick with Gallup's numbers, they say 30% of all U.S. uh, and North American employees, which would include Canada, are actively engaged in the objectives and the goals of the organization. They are drinking the Kool-Aid. They are in for it. They are out to win. They want the organization to win. They're lined up 1,000% behind the objectives of the organization. You got some of those people. Gallup said it's about 30%. And, I mean, this is millions of people they've surveyed over the years. Well, that means that the rest are not actively engaged. And so good luck on coaching somebody that's not actively engaged. If if someone's disengaged, then, yeah, there may be some of them you can coach. You'll be able to coach some of them. But then Gallup says there's about 18, 20% that are actively disengaged. They don't want to be there. They ain't trying to be there. They know every HR number. You ain't going to talk to them any kind of way, blah, 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 blah. Right. And those aren't easy. And so liking to coach is not enough. There are an important set of skills that you must have to be a manager. Being able to hold people accountable, being able to motivate people, being able to really build trust and personal relationship with people, you know, but being able to really balance that and have this balanced level of accountability and respect. Right. Being able to execute. It's crucial. These are things that it just takes time to learn as a manager. Here's my theory. My theory is that most people want to manage because the business community has labeled that as the single idea of what a promotion is. January 2016, outgrowing your space at work. How to build a lasting career and thrive in it. And I talk about more than one definition of promotion. But my theory is that, listen, the business community, it's our fault. We've done this. Managers, we've done this. We have summed up the idea of a promotion as a bigger job. We have summed up the idea of a promotion only as doing more. And there are so many other ideas in folks' mind of what career success is, what career bliss or happiness or joy is where I am in my zone doing this job and it's not feeling like work that much because I love what I do, right? Promotion is not just the bigger job, but that's what we as corporate America, small business America, all levels of management we have summed up. Promotion means bigger job. So everybody wants to be a manager. Everybody wants to be a manager. And this is why Gallup says like 80 percent of managers don't have the talent to manage and 70 percent are not even engaged in the goals of the company. We just think that a manager means promotion. So in in truth, what we're really doing is trying to to find a promotion or career progress. There's a lot of reasons to why that's not this episode. Let me just say this. There's two things I want to leave you with. Because I hear this question all the time, and most of the people I talk to want a bigger job and they don't want to be managers. They just don't know it. Here's a test to where I know if you really want to be a manager. First, do whatever next position you are told that that's needed for your development. Let me say that again. I'll know if you really want to be a manager. Because when I say to you, hey, I need you to do this job, this next job, you are going to do it. And this is where I lose a lot of people. Because I might tell them to do a job that on the org chart doesn't move up. It may move sideways or down in their mind. Because you got to remember, th- the definition for promotion It's got to be up right it's got to be vertical you're asking me not to go vertical hmm i don't know so if you're really serious about being a manager you're going to do whatever next position you are told that's needed for your development let me give an example so i might say hey johnny i think you can definitely be a manager but first what i want you to do is do this other job now johnny looks at the job and go hmm that doesn't look like I'm moving up in the directory on the org chart. It looks like um I'm, I'm staying where I'm at. I'm not moving. And so Johnny goes, well, I, but I, I don't want to do that job. i'm I'm not gonna do that job that that's that i'm that's not a job for me to do. I, I want to do that other job over there. And I say, Johnny, hey, do this job, manage this because you really need the skill sets here. you got to build that muscle to be able to manage that bigger thing over there. And now Johnny's like frustrated. Well, listen, Johnny, this is like saying, hey, I really want to develop my muscles. And then I'm saying, hey, Johnny, here's a 25 pound plate of development over here. I want you to do that and do it really well. And then when you do that, you know, over time, of really doing repetition and building up that bicep and that tricep, I'm going to give you this bigger weight. And then Johnny's going, nah, uh-uh. I'm not doing that. I am not picking up that 25 pound weight because I can do this 50 pound weight. So maybe that's a crude analogy, but I'm just going to tell you as a senior manager, a business owner is going to view you as not serious to tell them in my heart of hearts, I want to be this. But I'm not willing to do that to be there. Here's what I'm going to tell you. In your heart of hearts, you're lying. Because a serious person about something's going to do whatever it takes. I remember when I, you know, was going after my wife. I was serious. I was going to do whatever it took to get that woman to be my wife. And, you know, I did whatever it took. Right. Didn't get it all right, but we figured it out somewhere along the way. And to come to me as a manager and to say, I really want something, and then I ask you to do something and you not be willing to do it. The only words I have for you, they're two, not serious, just not serious. Number two, if you really wanna be a manager, here's how I'm gonna know that you wanna be a manager. When I ask you to do the next position, even if it's not a vertical position, And you go, okay, yeah, I'll do it. And then you ask me how long it's going to take. And I say to you, oh, I can't guarantee you that a year from now or two years from now, it's going to be yours. I mean, you got to start doing the reps and building the muscle. And, and, you know, at some point you'll be ready. But that may not be one year, may not be 12 months. That may not be two years. It may be five years. You have to. Be prepared to spend the time you need to spend in this role to really develop yourself and get to the next level. If when I say that to you, if I say that to our hypothetical Johnny and Johnny gets mad or feels insulted or becomes impatient when I don't guarantee Johnny a time frame. I got two words. Not serious. Johnny's not serious. Johnny doesn't want to be developed into a manager. Johnny just wants a bigger job. That's what I'm thinking. That's what your business owner is thinking. That's what the the manager is thinking. That's what the senior managers are thinking. If Johnny is really serious about being a manager, Johnny's going to be prepared to do this job as long as it takes to perfect the skills that get him to the next job. And can I just throw this in as a caveat? Why in the world are you mad? Because if you're mad about that, what you're saying is, I am not willing to take the gamble that in one or two or three years, I can be so awesome at this job that even if someone else is on the track, I'm going to do this job so well that I skip them and get the job. I'm, I'm I'm just saying, guys. If you're serious about being a manager, why are you mad? Because you're not being guaranteed by taking these extra development steps, a time frame to get that role. And so many people get mad and they job hop or change bosses or or whatever. Then maybe you're just really not serious about being a manager. Right. So, hey, you're listening to the show and you may be going, man, this guy is. It's like really personal here. Did did someone tell him my business or something? Who's he been talking to? No. Listen, guys, I have been this person. I've been at this for a couple of decades now, and I have been this person like no other. So uh, take my word from it. It really gets you nowhere. It really doesn't help you move forward. If you're serious about being a manager, do whatever it takes. Whatever next position or assignment that you're asked to do or responsibilities that you're given, do them, do them and knock them out. You really are going to find yourself in a bad place in your career the day the job, the owner or the boss or the manager asks you to do, you feel is beneath you. There is no job beneath us, you know, and that is a real sense in my mind of "Mm, you got some issues going on there maybe and and now I, i i'm not talking about like you know getting yourself on a pair of roller skates and being pushed back from you know um running the organization to being the door opener but like if if running the organization you're not willing to open the door and don't know how to open the door really well you may not be ready And even if you get the job, you may find yourself strangled in a career noose that's overwhelming you. And or worse, you're very successful at it, but terribly unhappy. None of those are wins in my mind. So if you really want to be a manager, you got to really love people. It's like you got to be willing to teach a classroom full of 25 kindergartners they all have very different personalities, they all have a lot to learn, it is often very difficult to get them to line up in a straight line and be quiet and move in a single function, which if you're gonna be a successful company, you have to have your workplace moving in a single function, to you know, many parts, single function to accomplish a product or service delivery. That's just how it works. Now, take that word picture. If that really is you, and if you really have the patience to develop and grow people, then here's what you need to do. Do whatever the next position you're told to do that's needed for your development. If they say, here's your skill gap, here's your experience gap, be willing to do it. And be prepared to spend the time it takes to develop in that position. Don't get mad because the gamble to take the time, the time is on you. It depends on you. If you get in there and you say, hey, I can really knock this position out and do it better than anyone's ever done it in two to three years. I would tell you that that number is probably a very fast number. Uh, It takes a few years to really gain a high level of mastery in any job. You can get good at it, but to master it takes time. But you've got to determine what are you willing to do. And if you're chasing a bigger position, you're not gonna be willing to do any of those things. But if you really know what you want to do, if you know what you're good at, that was last week's episode, then you know what? You will do what it takes. And you know what, in the end of, in, at the end of the day, let me just tell you, in being in management for a, um, more than a decade now, and being on this career journey more than a couple of decades, Uh, Being a manager takes a lot. And I would agree with Gallup's survey. Most people don't want to be a manager. That's why 70% of them out there are disengaged. So you got to give your leadership more than I like people. You got to give your leadership more than I like coaching and developing people. It takes a whole lot more than that to be a manager. Hey, I hope this has been helpful. Listen, take a moment. If you're one of these people, let me know, right? Or if you disagree with me, let me know. I really want to hear from you. I am looking for some house calls as well. So if you want to talk to me about just whatever is on your mind, send me an email. Go to rick at rawitted.com or go to my website and click on Contact Us. You can also go to at rawitted on Twitter. That's my handle. Or you can go to facebook.com forward slash rawitted I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to hear your comments. And while you're out there, if you're an iTunes listener, please take a moment and write a review. Let me know whether you like me or not. I got big shoulders. I'd be glad to take your feedback. It can only improve me. So until next week, hey, be blessed. Thanks a lot.